Buenas noches. San Antonio, welcome to Puto SAFC. It's Shattuck. Clayton's here. Clayton, that was a long intro. That's a great song. I had forgotten how long it takes to get into the chorus. <laughs> but, and I also forgot... It's the power of love. I also forgot what a great era that was for white guy horns. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. like there's, there's the just... The golden era of the saxophone. There's just, yes. The saxophone solo. There were so many great horns from, like, white guy bands back then that you're like, like, Madness and just all these, like, like, Jerry Rafferty and all that stuff. But that's not why, that's not why I played the song. White guy horns. Because it was, it was, it was on the way, on the way, I was here, listening to it on the way over here and I was thinking to myself, uh, that song from, what movie? Back to the Future. Yes, Mark. thank you. There My we go. favorite movie of all time. Okay, I, and I, I knew that it was up there. We had talked about movies, how you were watching Oscar movies and stuff. Obviously, no one was going to put that movie in the Oscar category, but... Best picture ever. But I was thinking about movies that were so good that they didn't really need to make sequels, but the original so damn good, they went ahead and made sequels anyway, right? Because there were two more after that. I So then I was thinking, Back to the Future and its two sequels, Karate Kid... And its sequels from our generation, or um, Lethal Weapon, and its sequels from our generation. Your favorite from uh, you have to take you have to take all of them into account. Favorite trilogy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been more Karate Kids, but, right? But favorite, yes, all, of those. Oh, yes. back, to, back to the Future. All right, Back to the Future. Hands because down, the first one's so good. Right, I'll just take it for the first one. It, and I don't know what years they came out, but it seems like. Back to the Future kind of mastered that, that like, we're going to make a couple more after this just because the first one was so good. We're going to, like, there's no reason to have a, a second See, or third. I've got a bone to pick, Clayton, because at the end of Back to the Future 1, they fly off into the future, and you know there's a sequel. There has to be a sequel. Yeah. Or you're left wanting more. Well. <laughs> and left wanting more is a good life strategy, but not a good money-making strategy. They want to feed your but need. Hands hands down, though, for you, it's not even, not, not, not even close. What would you take? I may take Lethal Weapon, dude, because I, I love the buddy cop. Yeah. I love the buddy cop trope, I guess would be the, the right word for it. And like, because I remember my dad took me to go see 48 Hours in the movie theaters with Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. Yeah. Remember that one where he's... Yeah. And like, there was some pretty dirty, there's pretty dirty stuff. And I was pretty young when that came out. But ever since then, I love the the buddy cop, you know, thing. And Murtaugh and... And what's his name? Murtaugh and... Man, I'm not a Lethal Weapon guy. Yeah. Lethal... And, and then by the third one, you got Danny... De, not Danny... De, you got uh, Joe Pesci in there. It, I think I think Lethal Weapon for Best, me, Best, most consistent quality of three movies, that's your winner. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. The third is the least drop-off from the first. Because the third it oh, might be the best. Good good pick. Yes. Because the time by the time you get to Karate Kid 3... You're like this isn't Trash. even this isn't you're Trash. you're upset at that point. You're back mad. to the future three was a western. Yes, back to oh the, that was with the the train was, going off the, the the train going yes. off the cliff. Back yeah. to the past. Yes, that was trash. And number two was a very cool premise: the stealing the the books to 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 see who's going to win every Super Bowl. I mean, that wasn't the whole premise of the whole movie. But that was that like how Biff got rich and got part, and got the lady. It's part we all remember. <laughs> yes, it was. I love that we can have this conversation though and get get that in depth about I it. I thought you were playing that because of your impending wedding anniversary. Oh, thank you, Matthew. The power for, of love. Yeah, thank you for for bringing that up. That's tomorrow. Cheers to listener Michelle. Yeah, I got the flowers. Made the uh, made some chicken parm tonight with the leftover uh, Sunday gravy that I got from the little old ladies at the uh, 
at yeah. the, the make the meatballs at the, at the Christopher, not Columbus, Christopher Society. Columbus Society. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's just the Italian Society of San Antonio now, I think. But um, man, can how can those people get canceled? Really? I mean, it's debatable if he was Italian. I think. Yeah, you know, right? Don't they know if he was Italian or if he was Spanish? I yes, think I think that is. They're debatable. rewriting that history, so that's a start. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I mean, they're not like. They didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Man, bro, this isn't the culture war show. I know. Don't just, bring your culture but war anyway, here. I, if you I don't go, like it, sorry. I, I, and if I fit any of our listeners by buying their meatballs, I'm sorry, but they are the best uh, meatballs in the No city. one's arguing with the meatballs. <laughs> All right? Just let them change your name and keep buying the meatballs, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I had to, I'm glad we're doing this on a Monday then. I didn't realize that tomorrow was the Monday day. night. So this we're, worked out perfectly. We're back at the Shad Pad. Yeah. Oh, yes. At the scene. Yeah. We're at the Shad Pad. It's first a Monday day, night. First warm day of the year. Yeah. We, first it, dead skeeter of the year. Too warm for us to be outside potting. So yeah. we're on the couch and in the chair, respectively. That happened. And uh, we thought maybe we were going to get our listeners a guest, maybe, b- before the season started. It just hasn't worked out, has it? It hasn't. Not, not due to us trying. You've been putting yourself out there. Not due to us not trying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to name drop. No, you've been putting yourself out there. They're not even here. You've been putting yourself out there. Oh, have we reached out? Gosh. Connor Maloney, if you're out there, answer my texts. (laughs) I got your number, and yes, it's me. You need to don't don't ghost the fans, Connor. We just want to know what you're doing and what you're doing with your life now. But it's respectable. He's not a public figure. Now he's just a retired footballer. Maybe he he doesn't want to because... Maybe he is a vice, like vice principal at a at a high school or a junior school, and like, and he's mad that I figured it out. You know, well, Hente want to hear, but it's disappointing because last year we had better luck. But hey, hey, you know, schedules are schedules. We do our thing. If they can come on another time in July, Connor Maloney calls up. We'll answer the phone call, Connor. Right, and we're not done with the the guest idea. We could have we could have a guest uh, when we play Tampa Bay. If we taking us back to. Uh, Last year, when we did a preview, joint preview with, I don't remember the gentleman's name. Kevin, maybe? Yeah. David. But, Five letters for sure. Yeah, James. And, James K. And we're, yes, that's exactly right. And we're playing Tampa Bay pretty early in the season. So we're going to, we're still going to make things happen. But we've got a lot of, I think we play Tampa Bay like we in early May or something like that. Jordan Farr reunion tour? Yeah. Yeah. I think that happens pretty early. Uh, it may coincide with, uh, with the, uh, Maybe Hispanic Heritage Night or Pride Night or oh. wi- Women's Empowerment Night. <laughs> you saw the schedule, I take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll transition to that in just a second. But Tampa Bay actually is our second game of the year at Tampa Bay. There we go. No wonder he reached out. There we go. Okay. So, so not too I, long from now, maybe we will have a guest. Yeah, he's willing. So if we can make it work during spring break, let's do that. But we, you know what? We don't need a guest this week because we got things to talk about. There's soccer. Yes. Hey, after... Four months? Three months? There's soccer in this city again. Yeah, there was. We were excited for Saturday night. I was. Right? And not like in a fake kind of like, let's get geared up to do this. You know, maybe this is happening too quick. Like in a legitimate kind of, because there's been a lot of negativity about players lost and people not knowing things about new players. So we wanted to see some new guys, right? Uh, Yeah, I hesitate to say though, Clayton. Looking around the stadium at the crowd, looking at the attendance, was this sickos only? Um, it was not a regular season attended. No, it was but, not. but we didn't expect it to be either. No, we didn't. But 
This is for the hard. This is for more the hardcore. Hard things. Yes, that's what I meant by sickos. Yeah, I think you're right. This is people who know the players' first names. There's there's definitely, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, like I mean. This that's maybe why they have this game open. It almost felt like a members only event. Yeah, like last year they had the open practice. I mean, I saw a lot of people that I see a lot of the time yes. throughout the season. Yes, you know? most of those people were there, and it was awesome. And everybody was smiling. Everybody was was pleasant. Was was surprised. Like there was a lot of smiles at halftime. But we're I'm jumping ahead. I'm well, jumping I, ahead. I think it's worth saying, like listeners. Y'all are fans of the team, but probably some people didn't know there was a game Saturday night. Good point. Not on the schedule. Harkens back to the SAFC, not the best at at advertising these days. Well, I don't think they were trying to for this one. Which is too bad, because Antique was a two-time, four-time champions of Guatemala, your son informed me. Yes. Yeah, four-time champions. Four-time champions of Guatemala, first division. Four stars. Yeah. (laughs) Charlie checked Wikipedia before we went. Charlie's getting into the sicko category. Oh, Charlie's a sicko. He's full. I mean, they don't get sicker than Charlie. But here's the He's just shouting player names, pre walking down the hallway. Moebo! Yeah, he, he wanted to know who was going to be there, who wasn't going to be there, that kind of stuff. But I will say, I'm going to counterpoint that and go, I don't know if they could have handled um, a big crowd because Correct. there was like things were shut down, right? They were only operated at maybe half capacity. Well, the like, bars the, were shut down and stuff. The credit card m- machine at the bar didn't work. Uh, the the ordering system. Right. So it may have been a lot of their normal workers were working the rodeo. That could have been that could have been something like uh, you know like yeah. Who was con- the last who weekend contra- who they contract with and stuff? Hey, you know we're in preseason. They're in preseason too, Clayton. If you're not perfect tonight, do you want someone calling you up and recording a voice saying that you weren't on your midseason game tonight? Right. You weren't you weren't expecting it to be like full capacity, were you? No, and I wasn't expecting them to be incredibly efficient with my beers. Yeah. So I think it was a good thing all around to have a night to get back in the swing of things. Yeah. We didn't tailgate. It looked like the parking lot probably had a little small warm-up tailgate, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know? th- yeah, there wasn't like... It was exactly what I needed. Right. And it was a gorgeous night. That moon rolling in. It was. Beautiful like, weather. Ooh, man. Hot. You, me, Charlie, Ash, just four dudes just going to to see what SAFC had to offer and say thank you for letting us in. Just four sickos. Yes. Uh, so, SAFC, Antigua, preseason friendly. The only one we'll get to see. So, coming in the season, we're two weeks away. Ten days, basically. This is our preview. Right. And we'll do a full preview show next week, correct? Yes. Where we say maybe our preferred lineup. Yes. Yeah, maybe like that. some players to look for. For sure. Maybe some predictions we always do. Well, you don't like to do the, the score prediction, but like. Not score predictions, yes. season predictions. Yes, for sure. We'll definitely get back to that. So, listeners, next week we're back regularly scheduled programming. I just want to say all that before we say what we're going to do tonight, which is talk about this game, talk yeah. about the USL. Pick four, Porto pick four. Porto pick four. You guys know it. You Beck, the Becker pick four challenge. We've sent it out. About, it's been it's been on our sites and stuff like that. You guys get your picks in. Join us, Perfect. and we'll talk a little bit more about we'll talk a little bit more about it later when we get there. Perfect, and then free kicks, obviously. So, Matthew, I got a question for you. Yes. What were um What was one or more non soccerine related things that you noticed upon coming back into Toyota Field? Did you have anything? I know what you're going to say. I, I mean... I know. I, I'm asking I, you the question. 
I don't have any, but I know what you noticed because I was there with you. Yeah. The the screen's still not fixed. It's worse. And everyone thinks that's a big deal. It, it it's it's kind of, it's just disconcerting. I don't. It doesn't mean anything to me. Like oh, they don't care about the team. I'm not saying anything like that. It's like, is that really that hard of a problem to fix? Is that really that big of a deal? Apparently, maybe. I I don't know. But I mean, now it looked like the old Atari, turning on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred no, when you didn't do. There was like five different colors. There were bigger squares missing. It was really difficult. It's just difficult for me. And I don't look at the scoreboard very often. I'm watching the game. But when I do want to look at the scoreboard, when there's a foul or an offside or a booking or a penalty, I mean, you can't even tell what's going on part of the time. Can I say the D word on this podcast? What's the D word? You know, the penis word. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't want to big dick you, but I've been around the world. And this is a good, big screen. And, like... Some blobs don't work on parts of it. That's I'm not bothered. I'm really not bothered. Okay. You watch the championship in England. Do you think the average screen in England is better in the stadium? Because like Luton's screen's not this good. No, I I I understand what you're so, saying. I'm, just, I'm not I'm not saying that it shouldn't be fixed, but I'm not going to say like oh the team's going to hell or the stadium. No, looks like crap. I, I just said that I'm I'm not saying that. I'm just like come on, just fix that. Like. It seems like it should be fixable. Yeah, that's just what I'm getting at. I, I think the team's doing a lot good for me right now. I have I have good vibes. Okay. So when there was like a blue block that didn't look green, it just didn't bother me. What's another... Uh, po- go ahead. Positive vibes only for this guy this year. All right. Okay. Just how was the game? Great. Other Another soccer, non-soccery related thing that you know that I saw. Or you think that I saw. Oh, the, what did Clady know? Yeah, this yeah, game? yeah. This is, we're going to do it this uh, way then. The turf was beautiful. Yes! I know you saw that. Yes, for sure. Uh, I know you saw, quote-unquote, coach Marco Ferruzzi walk by. Yeah, I did. And I I did just, I, like, at halftime, I said, Coach, it's looking great! Hoping that maybe I'd get a response because I'm loud and I was, like, right by him. But I did refer to him as coach. He's not the coach. He's our sporting... What What's his title? I, I think sporting director sounds oh, okay. right. Okay, sporting director. And he looked like he was... Thinking though, man, like he had stuff on his mind <laughs> other than me. Like, this was a work night for him. Yeah, for sure. It is like, do we need to sign a new center back or not? For sure. To be fair, but Tim Holt was a little more approachable. Yeah, what, maybe he was a little more comfortable. What about the clothes that I saw them wearing? What What, what about the clothes? Not non soccering related. Our team or the yeah, crowd? Our team. Our team. We got a new sponsor. Oh, that new sponsor. I didn't know you noticed. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. like no New Jersey. No. Someone. So That's I, disappointing. I heard someone say. I heard someone say. Well, they sent me eighty dollars. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. Do you think they'll have a new away jersey? I don't know. Okay, I'm and I'm not. I'm not jersey. Ge- like I, I don't have any of like the last two or three jerseys, unless they're ones that I've been on and 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 won. But like, but and so new sponsor. Yeah. Like I do like the little sponsor, the Ricos. That's Puerto San Antonio. Did you see the Ricos on the, on the shorts? shorts? Yes. That can't be during the season. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But um, all right, but anyway, that, I, that, that's real. That's real. It. The, the, that's just non soccering related things. Where okay. I just came in. And Here's just, the non soccer thing I noticed was what I called sickos only. I enjoyed that there wasn't a big crowd, but it seemed like I knew every third person, and yeah. not because I'm cool. But I saw past president of the Crocketeers, boom, in her normal spot, and then Caroline, one of our Puto Pick Four stars, and Je- Je- she was talking with Jenica when I, yeah, yeah, she president. was talking with Jenica when there I walked by at halftime, and I gave him a big smile. I was like, 
Damn, guys, this looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, and they, and don't, they, don't spoil they it. Don't it. spoil it. Okay, I know. DJ Kilbasa. Yep. Some put. I mean, no more put OSA than him. Yep. And you were there. You know, the first thing I noticed walking in the stadium, the announcer. Yes. Katie Goodman. There we go. She, she, was, hey. she was coming in right behind us. Good luck. Good to see her. I wish we tried to have her on the pod. Life be busy when you're announcing eight different sports at a time. So hopefully someday we'll have Katie on. She's a lady trying to make it in the business. You know what I'm saying? I want to get back later to the rumors of the Athenians going leveling up in Toyota Field. But we'll get to that later. That That's women's soccer adjacent since Katie played it on Athenians. Yeah. Speaking of, um, and speaking of uh, uh, press and announcing and stuff like that, do we know if we're going to be able to watch every SAFC game this season? I'm glad you asked. And this is for this is for our listeners just as much as it is for me. <laughs> I don't think I have to know the answer. Because that was the f- first thing I asked Katie, was where do I watch TV this year? Or are you the announcer? And if so, where are you announcing? Because no longer on ESPN+, Plus, correct? Uh, no, because it's not announced. Oh, okay. The answer is there is no formal announcement. There are the 100 games on... CBS Golasso. I mean, I don't know if all our listeners know this. Okay, so there's 100 games throughout the year you can stream for free, I think. But on CBS, on their streaming service, I have Paramount+. Plus. That's where the marquee games are going to be. They bought 100 games. The everyday game to game. And I went on Twitter today and I asked the other podcast, The Roundtable, formerly known as The Roundtable, now the, Pudo, the, now the SAFC Gosh, I'm blanking. It's right here written down. And they said uh, there was a lot of back and forth of like, well, isn't it? I thought that the – and the CBS, but not the CBS. Or the, the rumor is it's going to be ESPN+. Plus. That's the rumor that it's still ESPN listeners. That's what people are assuming, but it is not announced. But, it, but- I, Headline, <coughs> TV deal not announced for day-to-day, week-to-week games. Right, so potentially for our listeners – and right now, we don't know if we can watch every SAFC game. That's that is, basically the answer we have to tell everybody, right? That is true. And just like you did on Saturday night, someone on Twitter piped up with, well, it's on Bally's. What about that? Yeah. And uh, Bally's, Bally's, so that's Amazon part, Prime. Part bankrupt or whatever and like only like exists if they paid up on their contracts through – it's very It's very confusing – we don't have answers for people, and maybe maybe we'll have some answers by next week. I b- hope before so. They, before they start. I hope we have an answer by the time we go on the road. It's causing me some consternation, <laughs> and I haven't brought up to young Charlie yet <laughs> about it, because it'll really cause him some consternation. But anyway, just wanted to bring that up, because you mentioned Katie Goodrum, and... Um, I think it will be on a streaming service. Okay. Right? I mean, it's got to be on something. I mean, I don't think they can block... Us out, can they? I mean, I guess they can, but whatever. We're keeping it positive. There will be there will be an answer by next week, I bet. I think so. How about the that? The unconfirmed rumor is still ESPN for the other games that are not big picture games. Yeah. Before we get into the game itself and what I we saw ready. and the stuff that we really want to talk about, SAFC announced like their theme nights or whatever they Ooh. whatever they call it. Go tell me um, about it. I'm gonna list. So as our listeners know, they try to do different. Pro- I guess it's promotional nights is what they're called. I think that's the official title. Promotional nights, so they're different, you know, um, promotions to try to get you out to the park and 
try to make things a little bit more lively for the family and stuff like that. So like, I the, know, I know what it is. So Tell they have. What do we got? So we've got. Let's see. Marvel night on Man. August thirty first. Pass. May the fourth be with you night. Oh, <laughs> on, that's that's like, I can't that's say a reach. The word that I think that that's is. a reach. Traditional that you have seen pretty much every year. Pride night on June first. Cool. Like I have a pride night. I have a pride night jersey. You sure um, do. 10-5, that's your Hispanic Heritage Night. Viva. Like, we've had the conversation about should be Hispanic, should they call it something else? But that's not for tonight. Nope. Uh, here's a new one that I don't remember. On March 23rd, so coming up in not too, the too distant future, Women's Empowerment Night. Women's Empowerment Night. They maybe that, that. Maybe they'll tie that in with Athenian stuff, maybe? They did that last year, and I was like, why don't you empower women by having a team with women on it? Ooh. Crazy idea. Ooh. Or an academy with women players. Well, they said there's going to be six princesses out there, so Hannah, I'll be sure to take Hannah to that one. Brent's breast cancer. They've done that. I got, a, got myself a breast cancer. Save the boobies jersey. Answer me a question. Answer me a question. Yes. Is that a Puto night this year? Oh, I don't like. I don't didn't see don't, it. Don't they do it during Fiesta? Is they there... did one last year, and I really thought we should have been a part of that. <laughs> I think that should be a goal. Yeah, maybe. Where's we... Puto Night SAFC? Maybe we need to uh, reach out to director of the oper- director of operations, Preston, uh, Preston Petrie, and uh, see if we can finagle that. And then finally, but not obviously not the least, should be the first on May 11th, Military Appreciation Night. You know what I want to see on Military Appreciation Night? Harking back to the old school, remember when they would give the tickets away to the guys at like Randolph? Yeah. Just a hundred people sitting in a section in their uniforms. Yes, just sweating because they're wearing their their like their blues, their dress downs or whatever they're called. But I want to see that, dude. Like I love looking across and seeing like a huge section of those cats that like Saturday night, yeah, man, I'm gonna go to a soccer game, why not? You know, like You don't usually start with all this fluff, Clayton. It's a lot of fluff. <laughs> I went and got a beer while you were listing the nights. I thought I thought you'd be done by the time I got back. Well, I didn't know you were such a merch guy. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, we want we want things to succeed. We're rooting for SAFC, aren't we? You I, know, I'm not rooting for any of these appreciation nights. Whatever, I'm rooting for the SAFC team, and I'm ready to talk soccer. Oh, got it. I crack my beer. Let's do it. I fill my cup. I'm gonna talk about some soccer. Maybe they put those on their uh, that, not not magnets that they that they don't that they don't have. We're talking about soccer. All right, let's talk can soccer. Can we talk about soccer? Yeah, we can do that. That's why we're here. Was there anything else you needed to say about the appreciations of various kinds? Nope. I got those. Are, those are my notes. Now I just have boom. Now I have soccer stuff. SAFC two, Antigua zero, finished with ten men. First goal in the first half. Uh, new guy Luke Hawkinson. Yep. Second goal in the second half. New guy, Mohamed Omar, red card on double yellow, and that's your game. Boom. 2-0. But so much more than that. I have a headline. So much more than that. I got a headline. Okay. You ready for my headline? Yep. Did I just see a back pass? Woo! (laughs) What's that? I mean, within within two minutes of the game starting, Mm -hmm. we were looking at each other going, whoa, this, it, like, we could immediately tell the difference. And... We had, had, we had had foreshadowing. He gave us the foreshadowing. We're going to try to keep the ball more this year. And we gave us, we talked about that in our first preseason, like our welcome back from the offseason. We talked yep. about it a little bit. We wondered. And, and shout out to the Bunker Report for listening to our pod and shouting us out on the Bunker Report that we had said that. Are we really going to possess? And hot damn, Clayton. Quote from Marcina, which is the, this is the new speak 
of Mentality Monsters. We really did a good job of executing our game model principles. Oh, boy. So what's the game model principle that we're going to be seeing this year, Matthew, that looks like we're trying to execute? Well, the, the Germans have a word for that. It's the match plan. Okay. Alan, just cut it down. Match plan. It's easy. And it sounds German. You say it like it's one word almost. I, Match plan. I've seen this game model principles no. now. I've seen it like three different times. Match plan. Okay. Match plan is going to be a lot easier for people to understand if that's what you want. We're trying to keep the ball this year, people. That's our match plan? We're keeping the ball. Game model principle. Keep ball. Keep it. Can't keep be, it. You know, you can't, you can't be scored on if the ball is not in your area last year. This year... You can't be scored on if you have the ball. Yeah, that there you go. Game, new game model principle. You saw them pass backward from the outside back to a center back to the goalie uh, goal- in the first three minutes. Three people inside the 18-yard box when they were taking goal kicks. Were you just spinning in your grave? It was... I'm fine with that if, if I know you're going to do it. Like, if you're not just... Willy nilly throwing it out there and and just trying to do it without without any sense of purpose. But mm. not, this wasn't just keep it to keep it. Uh, the ball was being played quickly yes. to somebody in the middle, whether yes. it be Jorge Hernandez, Abu, or new signing, ladies and gentlemen, that you guys are going to get to know and love, Mr. Kevon Lambert. Yeah, if you weren't at the game Saturday night, you're going to be like, first game, who's that guy? If you're a dork like we are, <laughs> you've, you've watched you know. him at Phoenix. Uh, and with the Jamaican national team just cracking skulls for like probably five or six years now. He's better than that. It, oh, he's not just a skull cracker. Oh, no. But I mean. He's like, if we're doing first pick ML, uh, USL draft teams on a Sunday. Yeah. He's in my top five picks. I mean, he starts for the Jamaican national team. You he know does. what I'm saying? He's he not. Does. So anyway, signed him two days before this game. There yeah, you, that's post our pod. Yeah, that's why I'm bringing Huge it up. Huge signing. There it is. 10 out of 10 Splash, on that signing. Splash signings. Big splash signing. It's like signing Josh Young to a free agent contract. And, and he had just gotten sold to Real Salt Lake or somebody in MLS. Well, he is a Real Salt Lake. And then, they, and then they, they, I guess they maybe signed him to, like, to see if they were going to have enough cover at that position in the middle. And plus he's versatile. He can play in the, well, he can play in the back. Or he could play in the midfield as well. He may only be here for a month or two, so maybe we should yeah. slow down. There may be injuries in their squad at some point in time, and he may get recalled. But he be, could easily be a real so like Be player. on the lookout for Kevon, and maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. Number 27. But, but playing the ball from the back into the middle and then looking to play the ball forward after that as opposed to last season where Mitch or Manley or Fabian Garcia or whatever is playing a ball over the top, bypassing the midfield into the in, into the channel or into a striker's foot. Well, the other thing I saw, not just progressing it line to line to line, like defender to midfield or forward. Yep. I saw side to side. Yes. And I haven't seen that in a couple of years. Talking like ping pong, ding, ding, ding across the field, whether quickly or slowly. Not crazy diagonal all the time. Right. Actually playing the ball soccer-y. Left to right instead of back to front. And, and you and I talked about it briefly while we were there. It looks like playing to the strengths of Abu and Jorge Hernandez. Well, let's just say, take out the names. It looked a lot more like he's playing to the strengths of some of our best players. And, and I don't, no matter who their name is. And I'll, I want to come back to this. Um, when, when, 
when when we when I think there could be potential chinks in this new armor that mm-hmm. we have for sure. But um, but like yes, we saw Mitch Tanner pull a Cruyff. I knew his, it. His, oh, own, I... his own defensive third, and then play the ball backwards, not even to a go- the goalie or a man, just to a space in the corner, and somebody ran over and got it, and then we kept possession and switched the field with it. Wait, wait, what? What's what are those new words? Those vocab terms. Uh, Cruyff was pulled like an offensive move when he's under pressure instead of just hammering it down the field. So to change directions, where all of a sudden he's facing his own goal. How rare? How how few times did Mitch Tanner play a, a pass like back to the keeper or back to someone behind him last year? Zero. Yeah, exactly. Zero. That was banned. Because, yeah, but he would never turn his back. I wish I I wish I'd jumped the queue and gotten my comment in because right before you were gonna say that I was gonna say, I know the moment when we both went oh oh yeah that was it Marcina meant it Mitch goes to his left foot we know it's powerful we know he can bang that seventy five yards into the corner right and he just whoop tucks it behind his other foot the forward runs right by and they switch the field yep listeners that's where you go from left to right or right to left. And I have never seen our team do that in years. Uh, new goalie is much more confident with his feet, you yes. can tell, than any goalie yes. we've had uh, since Dave St. Clair. Yes. Yeah. You know what I will say? No, I agree. And I, I noticed that on that same play. You, you brought you brought it up. Yes. At the game. Uh, I'll, I'll, I put it this way, though, in my notes. New system. Like, the, the instructions, the way we're carrying it out. Almost 180 degrees different. Same shape, though. Yes. And I like that. <coughs> I like it. You've got the same basic principles of where we are, but just how we're going about what we're doing is going to be in a very different way. Yeah. And that plays into our strengths, like you said. Jorge Hernandez, Mitch Tainer. Poor Mitch Tainer's had that move in his bag. You go, oh, he's had that in his bag for all along. So, I... I I want to talk about this then. So with this new system, kind of, we're going to call it whatever we're going to call it, um, of just trying to keep the ball a little bit more, uh, progress the ball a little bit more, do you think that this is a all-the-time thing, or do you think this is with the per- the proper personnel? Because the way we played in the past, the last couple of seasons, with the mentality monsters and the pressing and stuff like that, you can kind of you could plug right. It was not skill specific of the individual. I I don't think. And now it seems like it's very much skill specific with the way we want to play. Like if we're missing Lambert and Abu on any given night, can we still play this way, or or do we go back to mentality monsters? Oh well, I got a lot of thoughts. Okay. One was I turned around to listen to Dave and I was like. Two weeks, Dave. I give it two weeks. I heard you say that. Is that, <laughs> is that kind of what you were thinking about? Like, I don't, I don't really think that's true. Okay. I'm scared right. that as a coach, it's hard to change this much in a short time. So I'm worried that when we lose 3 nothing or 2 nothing, then Marcina just goes, yeah, okay, we're just going to go back to the old mentality monsters. But no, I think from the way they played it, the players seem to, like, looking at it, it makes more sense to me. I think it fits our players better. I think it's more interesting. Right. It gets more out of... Ooh, I had a point I made in the game to the guy next to me who's an Austin FC season ticket holder. Yes. Sits by Stolarski. I think the old system is good if you have bad players and you want to get the most out of them. Right. So Brentford, Burnley, 
do it. Dude, guys, guys are kind of just interchangeable parts. Yes. Yeah, you know. But when we have one of the top three rosters in the whole league, and the Spurs are spending money to get these players, right? Yes. Yeah, for sure. When you're one of the most talented teams in the league, you don't want to play the dumbest, easiest system that's plug-and-play machine-ready that any idiot could show up and play the next day. No offense, it worked. Yeah. But it, it didn't let us show off how good we were. It hamstrung the players. Yes, like like Rita Zuhir was not being showcased. And, like, he, he excelled for us. He's a pretty it, good... It, it, he's an example of someone who kind of flourished... Think about all the guys who came through here. We brought it up. A- Abu does not really fit into that system. Mm-hmm. It's too physically demanding for for him. Lambert and, would have been a center back in the old system. And if the ball's just being played over Abu's head over and over again, and he's just kind of yeah. pivoting and like like he can't ever get into the game into a rhythm. Jorge Hernandez, our new number ten. He switched numbers apparently. Yeah. Uh, he looked better in the spot he was in, right? I mean, we had the ball 75% of the time. Do you think it was 75, 25? I, I, I threw that sure, number out there. Sure, I don't know. And you sure. didn't think that was far-fetched. No, right? yeah, I'll take it. I mean, it was such night and day from last season. And granted, everything was going great for us in the first half. Everything looked good, and even the second half, too. And we'll talk minimally about that. But um, but I'm <clears throat> my concern is what I just voiced a few a couple minutes ago is that I think this is player-specific. And with as grueling of a season as it is and as many injuries as we get and stuff like that, I don't know if we can plug and play. I think we're... I have reason to think that those are both overcomable. We won't get injured as much playing this way. It's not as stressful on the players. Good point. You brought that up last (laughs) season about why do we have all these injuries? Maybe it's the way we're playing. Because we're just going balls to the wall the whole game long. Yep. And then Marco Ferruzzi, quote-unquote coach. Like He's coming from Dallas. This is a lot more Dallas-like. This is the, There are a lot more players like this out there than there are 6'2 athletes who can run fast who are also good at, decently good at soccer. Like The old system was easier to find replaceable parts, but then again, how many like 6'2 Argentines are there in America that want to play soccer in San Antonio? Good point. And I also tell you this, we've also talked about over the last couple of seasons, if we had a if we had a beef with Marcina, it was no real plan B. Yeah. I love having this as our plan A. And then it seems like it would be much easier to what we played last season to that be your plan B because because if it's pl- if it's just plug and play, then boom, you could switch to that you could switch that at halftime. Taylor you know, like, can still bang the ball long. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Like I would much rather have this be the A. And last season be be the B because it seems much easier to yes. just throw throw in B. You can't just you can't put together what we saw on Friday night just at halftime. You know no. what I'm saying? If you've been playing, if you've been playing that the the bang it long style, and you're, I think we're both worried about what happens when when things go wrong with this. Yeah, like because one bad pass from Tainer to the goalie, and it's one nothing. Yeah, An- another thing, and you mentioned it. I don't know whether it was last. Um, or no, they mentioned it on the USL website, like how remember when Louisville beat us last year one zero? Yeah, they and, and, their co- and their coach said, "Well, we all know their style, so you know what we're doing? We're going to give them the ball." Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, and Sacramento had kind of fi- like our bugaboo team. They had kind of figured out our style and hey. stuff like that. So maybe, maybe this was kind of out of necessity as well. You know, La Gente around me at the game when I said, 
it didn't get the best out of our players, the response from the three different people sitting around me were like, yeah, because everyone figured us out. I'm like, whoa, wow. Even the crowd figured out that they figured us out. Yeah. And I, I don't know how they did, but I mean, like, I mean, I, th- I think... Just don't dilly, don't dally, don't let us steal it from your center backs. Yeah. Don't play into our traps. And just win the war of attrition, you know? Somewhat, on some level, do what we do and just give us the ball back. So, for that, good on Marcina for being progressive enough to be to be like, you know what, maybe we do need to change. Yeah. And like we said, we don't know whether it came from yeah. him, whether it came from new director of, of sporting operations or whatever. <laughs> but, um, but you know what? It was... So pleasing on the eye. How about that for listeners? I know we've been kind of oh yeah dorking out about yeah, like s- specific stuff and models Fun and shit game. like that. Pretty game. It's it's what you think about soccer when you're like, yeah, it seems pretty simple, right? Just pass it to the guy that's open and and then give it to the other guy that's open and move it up the field. How about this, Clayton? At halftime, they took out all but three players with names on their jerseys. Yes, good point. So the second half was Academy Kids. And the academy kids beat them one to nothing. Yes, and the grand so there, was, there was a red card is, or two yellows. For were them. we that good, or was Antigua that bad? I don't know about the level of the Guatemalan league, and they, I don't they, know whether they brought their full team. Were they just visiting the Riverwalk? I mean, we we noticed that the one big or the the big kid they had up front, he looked like he was about twelve or thirteen. <laughs> Not twelve. But well, I mean, he 20. was f- yeah, fifteen or six. He could have been that kid. Could have been fifteen or sixteen. Uh, he was not. Do you know he was baby face. Six three Guatemalans. It, it, anyway, <laughs> um, th- I, I I don't know anything about. They were but, fine, but they uh, were competent. Yeah, fans. We beat them two to nothing. They weren't passing the ball directly out of bounds. We beat them. Yeah, they, they oh, didn't we, we were much better shots. than them. Much better than them. That's and, what I meant. And um. So, who did we bring on in the second half that were... The only starters, the only real players were the backup goalkeeper, McIntosh, who we like. I didn't, we we missed, apparently he made a spectacular save. Oh yeah, he did it, jumping. I think I might have seen it on the TV You were were loitering, maybe, like... And uh, I I like him. I said we, because I just assumed you did, too. Because he looks athletic. Yeah. Great save. Omar, who scored the goal. Yes. That's the Notre Dame kid. Bura, who hell yeah, Bura. He it looks like they brought him in to be the leader, and like he didn't have any problems, like nope. you know, playing with the kids looks, and stuff. Looks like a great backup for the new guy Burks. But it was it was dude, new guy Burks looks spectacular. Yep. Um, for listeners that have been listening and watching a little while, Courtney Ford esque. Oh yeah, Court, for those that remember that name, Courtney Ford esque, very confident with his feet, best athlete on the field. Never concerned that he's going to lose a 1v1 battle, whether it be in the air or on the ground. Like, Not a lot of challenges for him out there physically, so we'll see. But yeah, yeah, I mean, good, he had a good aura. This is but not like, I would imagine both Dallas 2 and Houston 2 or Austin 2 and Houston 2, whoever our other two preseason games are against, I have a feeling those are probably more difficult challenges. But Burke hasn't. Burks has an aura, like a. He's, I got this. He's got some swagger. He's got some. Just kind of like you, they're not afraid to pass the ball to him. They're not like, watch out! Here comes their forward. Like he's just there. He's got it. Yes. He's in the center of defense, and he looks like he belongs. Like not a fair Virgil Van Dyke, Dyke like like. Oh yeah, dude. This guy's Eight, not gonna get beat. This guy's like nineteen-year-old Virgil. Van Dyke. Yeah. Well, I think he's a little older than that. He's had like. Three or four seasons in in MLS. No, I mean 
but I'm sure Van Dyke oh, is I, I 22. I, I, yes, that's what I mean. He's yes. already in Liverpool, probably. Yes. All right. Uh, do you want to talk to the goals, or do you want to talk about Porto pick four? Do you have other things on this game? We haven't gone through the goals specifically. Um, I want to talk a little bit more, like, my concerns with playing with playing this way. Not Tainer and Manley's strong suits. No? I, I don't I don't think it is. I mean, there were a couple of times when Mitch was shaky with touches and and, so, and we need to count like on Manley and Tainer to be able to to that to play the Ash. ball into the middle. Yes, exactly. I think they're fine. I think they're I, I good mean, enough. I just don't think it's their I just don't think it's their strong suit. So implementing this new system, if there's gonna be shakiness, yeah, I think that's where it's coming from. That's that's just what I mean. Like that's a, just a little concern that I have. My concern is well, yeah, okay. Um, Patino. That that was going to be my concern. It, this of all the peoples we've mentioned, he's the one that this doesn't suit very as well. Right. He there's not really a spot for a fox in the box, but if he can be a fox in the box and we can get up there, it could work. Aguadello scored in the first game. Does this does this maybe suit Aguadello a little bit more? I had a question on that. He was supposed to start this game. When I read you the lineup, he was in the lineup and he what? got scratched. He got a little little knock or something. He got scratched for Gomez. <coughs> who, who was going to play right wing back? Whoa! If Gomez wasn't in the game, and I think it's your goal scorer. Hawkinson. Oh, because they move him up top. Uh-huh. Hawkinson was playing because I kept I kept asking. I was like, does it seem like he's dropped into the middle more? Oh, really? Because I thought he was more because on the goal he's, he was he was pretty wide. Yeah, but he started making it. He started centrally and made a bending run out wide, and uh, and the guy that's going to lead the league in the in assists again this year, or uh, Hernandez. Did he lead the league last year? Yeah, Ted. He was wow. the golden assist leader, or whatever they call it. Like, you think is Hawkinson going to play outside back for I th- us? I think he, I think that's what he where he's supposed to be. Kind of like that guy we had last year from Oakland that never turned out, but uh, Azokar. Azokar is kind of a could play right wing or right wing back. Yeah, that's I think that's where that guy's. Um, I like it. He's he's got threat. We need another one, and that Brazilian Silva on the left wing looked Ooh, great. Ooh, man. He did looks he pick great. A, did, did he come off after he had that, like, I don't little, know. little issue that he went down? Or did he come back on? I don't know, but he looks good. Yeah, I don't want that guy to get hurt. <laughs> I want to watch him. I'll point out, like, I was happy that all this turnover, we, had, we lost Jordan Farr, we lost Fabian Garcia, blah, 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 blah. All these guys we lost. I was happy that in the starting lineup, there were five guys playing in spaces where I knew what they could do. And it was like we had a core back. And I was a little worried we wouldn't have a core back. Yeah. So, lis- listeners, deep breath. You'll recognize like, You'll recognize the team. Exactly. Deep, you, back, oh. you, you may not recognize the way we're playing, yeah. but you recognize the people out there. Deep breath. There is tons of turnover. Every other – so, before we get into the pick four stuff, I went through and looked at basically every team's roster today. Like gosh dang! Like same. Where are the county's money going? Hey, bro! Hey, watch it! Watch it! I work with some people. I work with listening. It was at lunch. Any ideas? You told me that you went home at five o'clock on the dot, and you were did nothing but study for three hours (laughs) until you came over here. Yeah. So anyway, there's there's huge amounts of turnover on every team. Huge amounts of turnover on every team. Can we talk about the pick four? Yeah, let's get into it. So we do a fantasy contest every year, listeners. We rolled it out a week or two ago. When our, it's Puto pick four. You pick four teams. You oh, fight. wait, wait, wait. One more game. They have one more preseason warm-up against 
Dallas 2, Austin 2. Austin 2. Or next, Houston 2. Austin FC 2 next Saturday. Yeah, which is not televised. You can't go to it. I don't know where it is. But uh, first game, May 9th. Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, March then, 9th. The week after that. Boom. So one first game is Austin FC. Then two weeks. So right, like you said, March 9th, Loudoun United. Got it. Worst team in the league, probably. Got it. Great team to have for your home opener. Yeah, but we'll talk more about that next week. All who, right. Who would win, Loudon or Antigua, if they played? Loudon. Yeah, right. Because they're like DCs. Aren't they like, they're not officially with DC, but. All right, yeah. I agree. Okay. Put I up, agree. Put on pick four. So you get to pick four teams. We give you four pots. You pick four. Playoff team from each division last year's standing. Last year's standings, play, one playoff team from each side, east and west. One non-playoff team from east and west. We're gonna send this out, and you sorry, and you get all the points they earn. So if you pick Pittsburgh and they beat us, you've earned three points for your team because Pittsburgh is one of your four clubs. It's super simple. Once you pick your four teams, you just follow along. We loved it last year because it got us watching other games. Yep. I'm gonna be putting a lot out on the Twitter, the Facebook. Hopefully, our publicist too, getting people to sign up. We've already got a good number of entries. Well, last year, how many? Do you th- how many do you? How many do you think we well, had? Last year, we had about thirty-five. We want to have way more than thirty-five this year. We want double that. All right. Well, yes. You better start. And we're gonna do. You two, start hustling. We're gonna do two different. I've I've been sending it out to people that have been coming up to me okay. like around the courthouse. Send going, me some entries. Yeah. So, well, I told them to put like, can, can they submit them to our? What, no, just have them text you their teams and okay. text it to me. Okay. Damn. All right. Boom. I I told them to Tochi. I told them to Boom. do it through our. I told them to do it through our the different. Platforms they, they could, but if you, I just tell people just okay. text me. All right, um, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a group um, division for playing. Okay, it's a contest. The winner, you get a free tour of the sponsor Becker Vineyards personal tour by Doctor Becker himself, the son, not the fa- not the old one, the younger one. Sorry, old man. Sorry, old Doctor Becker, the younger Junior Becker. Uh, it was a great time this year. It's just a fun thing. We're going to – that's the contest. We've had a few pods pick. So the other podcast, the SAFC Roundtable, is that – am I getting it right? Yeah. I, I always so. blank on air about Twitter handles. That's all right. Dave entered. Uh, the Bunker Report entered. Some other pod – I'm going to reach out to all the pods. The USL Tactics guy, John Morrison, he entered. So these are pod nerds, which I'm leading up to. Clayton, you and me are going to pick the Puto Pod pick for our podcast picks. Right, and then we're going to save our individual picks for next week, correct? Correct, but how, here's an example. I've got an entry right here. Man, this is a good one. Whose entry is this? This is my six-year-old son's Charlie Hayden, who is combined with his mother, Michelle Hayden. Oh, last year's winner of the Golden Spatoodle. Yes, which means the loser. Um, Charlie remembered exactly uh, in his, uh, the way... Uh, Photographic memory brackets his bracket and wrote down the teams his picks. So, for example, in the Eastern playoff teams uh, from last season, Charlie picked Charleston. All right, Charleston Battery Finals. Do you want to debate ours or go through all four of Charlie? Let's do Charlie's just as an example of people how to do it. So, of the teams that didn't make the playoffs in the East, Charlie picked. Detroit. Detroit City FC. All right. In the Western Conference, of the teams that made the playoffs, Charlie picked Sacramento. Good pick. And then in the teams that did not make the playoffs from the Western Conference, he took a little 
He took a he took a shot in the dark and took the Las Vegas lights. No pun intended. Jose Bautista. And so that's how you do it, people. It's so easy. A six-year-old can do it. <laughs> wow. There we go. So now we're going to come up with the Puro SAFC Beat the Pod Guys, our group picks. Yes. All right, Matthew, where do you want to start? Let's start with the biggie. Okay. The West playoff teams. The Western playoff teams. Yeah. Get right to it. I got two proposals. Okay. Sacramento and San Antonio. Those are the two that I'd be between. I have Sacramento and Orange County is mm. the two that I was debating. So Sacramento, last year's champs in, in the regular season. Looks like we both had them. We both had those two, right? So are we going with Sacramento? Is Orange, that the way we're going to do this? Orange County. I mean, maybe I'm saving that for my individual pick then. Do, <laughs> do I need to? So, oh, you want to know how? Well, I thought the listeners might enjoy the process. Um, they signed a couple of guys that I saw... That stood out to me. I can't, I don't remember the name. Did they get exactly. pineapple back? No, Damus. No, Damus signed still with in Colorado. Colorado. He, right. went, he went to Colorado. I mean, I guess because he was with the San Diego Loyal, who is different. Yeah, you can't pick San Diego Loyal. They don't exist anymore. And you can't pick Rio Grande Valley. They don't exist anymore. The two teams, and we'll you, get there. Yeah. And, all right. So it sounds like we both overlap on Sacramento. Yes, yeah, Sacramento. It is. That's our pick in the West for the Pod Guys. Wow. The podcast team that I most that I want to root for the least. That's why the least they will they will no longer be my pick. Damn it! Why do we care division. about winning so much? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, in the East Conference playoffs, I've got two. Um, I do as well. I've got Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh. Um, I have Tampa Bay and Charleston. Tampa Bay it is. Tampa Bay it is. Oh, this is becoming like the bad guys picks because <laughs> it's not you or me. I mean, they've got Jordan Farr. And they signed a couple of other big... Oh, you know, they, they, the they one that I saw to show you the, that's that winger from San Diego, Moon. Yes. That guy that I like so they much, they, sign they him. signed him. I dude. saw that. <laughs> that's why I said I was going through the roster. I saw that, dude. He gets lit down the wing. Yeah, he does. I'm probably going to end up picking like the teams I want to watch. So I don't know if I'll pick Tampa Bay because I don't think I can watch Jordan. You know what? Individually, we're going to do what we do, but we're not doing that tonight. All right, Western Conference non-playoff teams. I got two. I got El Paso and Oakland over here. I got El Paso and New Mexico. Oh. (laughs) I got El El Paso and New Mexico. NMU. It's so odd. When you get on the team website for El Paso and you check the only... White guy is Justin Dillon. It's 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 awesome. It's awesome, dude. Well, you're like a... they sign like guys from Juarez. They sign dude like they are distinctly El Paso. And then there's Justin Dillon. Okay, we have not overlapped with either of the pods that have entered, so we're good on distinguishing from the competition. Very cool so far. They have the same teams, a lot of them. But okay, El Paso, that's a good team. Listen, and if you're wondering why we picked, I mean, they're usually in the playoffs. Yeah, good roster. Yes, they had Consistent. a su- they had like a superstar coach that went off to somewhere else. In fact, they made the playoffs, but they got bumped down because Birmingham switched conferences. Oh, that's right. They had fifty one points in the East. That's right. So, there's a little so technicalities there. Yeah, but- a little intern Josh technicality. <laughs> intern Josh, I hope you're writing this down. Okay, I got a lot of picks for you to enter in the next few days. Yeah, in the East non playoff, I only have one. And if you want, I'll add a second. I'm gonna add a second. Yeah, I got. I only have one. Um, oh, but I'll add a second. Okay. Mine are the two new ones: North Carolina and Rhode Island. I have North Carolina and Detroit. Ah, t- I have North, North Carolina and Detroit. Detroit really is close for me, but North Carolina, there's just so many excesses. I think that, I didn't know any of the people on Detroit's team, but just 
watching 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 their and like the passion that their fans have and like the USL things that we've I've seen on their fans and the like getting that stadium like up to specs and stuff. Just it's just a it's it it feels like the heart of that city can bring them can can lead them back up. I think it gives you like nineteen eighty seven high school soccer vibes. Yes. The the aluminum bleachers, the cold Listeners, if you're not getting it, like, one of the things that cool is cool about this is, like, now I'm going to want to turn on these teams and see what's going on out in Detroit or whatever. So, But we picked North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina's so, our team. Listener Brand new Josh, team. Listener Josh, we got Sacramento, Tampa Bay, El Paso, and North Carolina. That is the Puro, and Josh is part of this, too. I mean, he is Whoops. our intern. Whoops. Yeah. Sorry, Josh. Sorry, Josh. No. We didn't get your input. No but that's why you're the intern, and we get the big bucks. Interns just write stuff down. They don't yeah, get they yeah. don't get decision votes. Yeah, that's why we're the real talent. <laughs> well, if he wants to come, no, no. We he, are gonna have. We are. That should be the thing that I just every year I say we're gonna have Josh on, and we just never get around. <laughs> and you know what? We should we should feel bad that we didn't think to have Josh on as a guest, <laughs> and all the people we reached out to. I'm not sure that Josh really wanted. No, Josh, you're gonna be on soon, bro. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be here. I promise. Very short. You're gonna make it. Um, you to be a contender, kid. So that's the pick four. Send in your pick four picks, just your name and the four teams, whether that's you know me and you text me, you know Clayton and you text Clayton. You're a listener and you're on Twitter. I'll be checking the Twitter for the next 10 days and just copy and pasting uh, our Facebook page or our tailgate party for the season opener. We will have ballots there that you can just... Whoosh, whoosh. Oh, I love that. Circle highlight. Because until we kick off, <coughs> until 7.30 on Saturday night. The we night, will accept entries. Until first, first, until that ball rolls in the SAFC Stadium, we'll accept entries. Yep. And you know, uh, all you guys at the USL uh, head offices, get your picks in. I know you're listening to us. You're always you're always lurking. You're always, was it sliding into our DMs? Is that a, is that a thing? Sure. <laughs> sure. Is that, is, that, sure. is that a thing that the kids are doing these days? <laughs> All right. Free kicks. Brought Woo! to you by Trevino Tile. Oh, Willie. Have we gotten the Trevino Tile sponsorship money yet this season? No, but we might need it because Spotify is getting rid of podcasts. But the so. season hasn't started yet. So brought to you by Trevino Tile. Three generations of tr- tr- si- tr- ceramics and tiling needs. Trevino Tile asks for them by name. Even if he doesn't pay us for our... Sandwich board or whatever. He's a legacy sponsor. I mean, I thought there it is. I've got a, and it just it just rolls off my tongue now. You know, it's you can't complete bingo for our pod without the free space of Trevino Tile. Yeah, literally, people in the tailgates are like, "So, what is Trevino Tile?" I've got one. Do you have one? I'll come up with one. I'm gonna do mine then. Okay. Uh, SAFC to MLS. Say what? SAFC. Yeah. To MLS. Okay. You know I boycotted MLS this year, as I've told you plenty of times. Did you turn on the Fox game on... Uh, I did not. Okay. All right. I resisted any... There was no urge. I accidentally did. Oh, I didn't nice. know it was on, but I I accidentally did. That's why I sent you the question about Beast Mode, about because mm. it, was, it was Seattle. Yep. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I'm That's not- okay. I'll give a shout out to Preston Petrie, because he posted this. I had been making my own notes, but he helped me out with a couple names, too. This weekend, bro, listen, Nathan played for Portland. Yep. 15 minutes in MLS. Oh, I see where you're coming from. Sebastian Igbiaka 
Played for Dallas. Oh, he's in Dallas now? He's in Dallas now. He was a starter last year for them. Yep. Josh Yarrow started for St. Louis. Whoa! That's right, old Josh Yarrow. Little man. Are you serious? You know, where did did he play? They play play him as a center back? He started a lot last year. Did he? Big Sam got on the field, I know. Big Sam scored the goal in a 1-1 tie. Yep. Did you see it? No. Dude. I know he scored. He goes down, gets a corner ball, heads it, dribbles his guy, brushes him off, sprints by him, cuts in on his left and shoots. Banger. Just just classic Sam. Solo goal. We saw. Solo goal. 100% Sam. Uh, Tiny O. Got on the field right. Game winning assist in the 91st minute in Austin to beat the evil Austin FC. Love that. <laughs> Where Love that. Josh, uh, also on the field in the same game in goal, Dane St. Clair. Yes. Getting the win over Austin. Yep. F Austin. And then with one minute, womp womp, Rita Zuhir got a little mop-up duty up in Montreal. But somebody asked where he was. Some, uh, you asked. Gentleman, I asked. No, there's someone that sits behind us. We asked. Yeah, exactly. Like We were wondering. He made an appearance like Zapruder. Okay. Just popped up a little high high. All right. Well, I guess he can have his bad attitude up in Montreal and get on the field for one minute. Tiny Obis was great. Good. He gets in behind. One for one for the keeper, stops and just passes it to his teammate who taps it in. Um, my free kick, uh, and I think we just saw something recently about it, or you maybe you let me know about it today. Potentially Athenians applying to uh. before they've even played like in the this new league, uh, applying to potentially be uh, N- not NWSL USL Super League USL Super League. We're going to like the third division Athenians this year, right? There's a rumor they're going second division. And potentially be playing in Toyota Field, like double headers with, with SAFC, yes? Yes. I mean, how do you feel about that? It's free kick worthy. <laughs> it's, free, it's free kick. I mean, obviously, lots of details are not available and stuff like that. Don't but care. I mean, definitely something to mention. I know we have quite a few ladies that listen to the show. and uh, You don't know how many people I tell about this show, and they say, well, what about women? And I'm like, there is no women's team. Right. And I don't think we're being like, you know, not fair by not knowing the details. I just don't think there's a lot of details to know, and so I feel like it needed to be mentioned. It was brought up at the Crocketeers general meeting. They stood up and said, we're Athenians, and we want to go to the division above us, and we plan to. Woo! Next. Love that. Now, you know, I don't know if it happens, but I hope they do. Announcing their presence with authority. Yeah. All right, Matthew. Well, <sighs> love this. We got a week off. Um, no game this weekend. Yes, no game for us that we'll be at, but we'll be back next week with a full preview of the season, a little bit more in-depth about players, some predictions, and and talking tailgate. And make sure you get your put-o-pick-four picks in. Good night, everybody.